Common Knowledge Podcast, just a man doing the best he can with what he got. And I promise you, this is the last week I will talk about the incident between Chris Rock and Will Smith at the Oscars. The slap heard around the world. A little later on, we got my homie Robinson Mega coming on to give his takes about what happened at the Oscars. And we also are going to talk about Miss Jackson, who's about to be confirmed. But before that, just a little pre-commentary about the incident that happened between Chris Rock and Will Smith. Most of the people talking about this are trying to hit you with the okie doke. And I'm telling you, don't fall for the okie doke. In this over-politicized climate we live in right now, the super polarized, you got people from the left, you got people from the right that were trying to take this situation and make it something bigger than what it actually is. And what it actually is is another man slapping another man in public. That's all it is. It ain't no bigger indictment on black people in urban culture and a disintegration of morals. It ain't no overly oppressive regime of white people that may will slap Chris Rock. It's just a dude who was emotionally damaged, got out of line, made a mistake, and slapped another man. That's all it is now. Everybody keeps trying to hit you with the okie doke and make this more than what it is. And I'm telling y'all, man, don't let them do that. It's not anything major. This ain't the first person in Hollywood to fly off the handle and attack somebody. Do I have to remind you guys of Sean Penn? Sean Penn was arrested for punching an extra on a movie set. And for slapping the paparazzi. Like, yo, Sean P ain't got a whole, whole track record of this. Like, if you want to tell me the venue was solemn, all right, man, whatever. But once again, this ain't the first time a celebrity done attacked another celebrity. We got a laundry list of white celebrities attacking other white celebrities, dog. So this is not a black issue. It's a human issue, and it ain't that big of a damn deal. People getting fights all the goddamn time. So if you are, like, one of the uh, people who being like, oh, man, see? This is bad for black people. That means you don't know history and you're kind of dumb as hell. I'm looking at you, Judge Janine Pirro from Fox and Friends. Like, there's been a concerted effort through American history to try to connect blackness with violence. And a lot of people just couldn't wait to jump on this opportunity to say, hey, look, see, 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 uh-huh, black people violent. Even Will Smith, he's violent. Because this had nothing to do with black people. This is a Will Smith issue, dog. Ain't a Chris Rock issue. <laughs> this ain't about alopecia. This ain't about like some greater sense of why black people are violent. And like, don't let these folks try to give y'all meta commentary and tell y'all what to think. Like, for example, uh, this article I read in Salon. If Will Smith was a white guy, dot dot dot, right wing Twitter reacts to Chris Rock being slapped at the Oscars. If Will Smith was a white guy, yo, uh underserved, straight, cisgender, white male who feels like the world is piling down on you. Let, let me just drop some knowledge on you, bro. Yes, white privilege is real. And Will Smith is different from you because Will Smith is important and he has money. It's not if Will Smith was a white guy. It's if Will Smith was a regular-ass black dude, what would happen to him? Like, my black ass couldn't go up there and slap Chris Rock and not get arrested, right? Not gonna happen, bro. The truth of the matter is, 
Will Smith is more important than you, regular ass white dude. And me too. That's his circle. And he has to sway with that circle. Plus, Chris Rock didn't press charges. Which, why would he? Because, look, why would I lose a little bit of dignity I have by pressing charges? What was Chris Rock going to get out of pressing charges just besides seeing another black guy go to jail? Like, what was he going to get? Nothing. So stop trying to compare yourself to Will Smith. You're not the same. And I'm sorry, man. I live in the real world. And the real world is, yo, famous people and important people get off. Ain't you just seen what, like, why President Trump ain't got arrested? <laughs> I'm pretty sure, man, Jeff Bezos can come to my house right now while I'm doing this podcast, put a gun to my head, and bock him. Put one in my head and walk out this mug. Ain't nobody going to arrest him. Why? Because he damn Jeff Bezos, bro. I'm just being honest, man. Pretty sure Warren Buffett know where the bodies are. There's not the same set of rules for important people and rich people. They not. Like, I'm sorry. Rip that Band-Aid off, bro. <laughs> rip it off if Will Smith was white. No. You should be asking yourself, what if Will Smith was a regular-ass black dude? <laughs> Yo, man. This is a two Americas moment, right? But let me read a little bit of this article, and I'm going to point the okie-doke out when we get to it. Conservative commentators are challenging Hollywood and the left's moral integrity after A-list actor Will Smith publicly slapped comedian Chris Rock for making an off-color joke about his wife on the set of the Oscars. Let's stop right there, man. You're going to question Hollywood's morality? Hollywood ain't got no damn morals. Hollywood is not a political entity, right? Now, the people in Hollywood are always left-leaning, but Hollywood is not a political party. Does Hollywood have money to influence politics? Yeah, sure they do, but everybody in Hollywood ain't left-leaning, bro, at all. What morals do you have? You can't be claiming moral superiority after four years of Trump. You just can't. And once again, let me question Hollywood. Hollywood is not a political party. Like, your political ideology can't be leaning on, I don't like Hollywood. That's stupid. It's the okey-doke. It's making a kosher war issue out of something that really doesn't need to be. Well, hey, Will Smith is a part of Hollywood. Hollywood is liberal. So, hey, guys, let's go attack them and say because of that incident on the, on the Oscars that, yo, you shouldn't be liberal. Liberals are bad now. What? It's dumb as hell, bro. Dumb as hell. You know how many Republican politicians then got attacked? I'm sorry, not attacked, but have been like arrested and got like police records for attacking people? A lot, dog. Whole lot. Right now, we have a sitting Supreme Court Justice, Clarence Thomas, whose wife was at the January 6th attacks. Y'all want to talk about, like, morality when that's going on? What the hell does Will Smith got to do with anything, bro? Like, yo, there's no greater point to be made about morality and hypocrisy. <laughs> if you're not going to talk about, like, a, a sitting Supreme Court justice wife going to the January 6th riots. Insurrection. Uh, ben Shapiro said, should we be surprised that so many on the left now believe that Microaggression should be met with actual physical violence. Who on the left said that, bro? And plus, I done seen political ads with Republicans just shooting guns. 
take our country back was a Republican slogan. Make America great again. Lock them up. What are you talking about, Ben? Some of the dumbest-ish ever, dog. Like, you, you, you can't try to flip a slap on stage to cover up for what's really going on and the major stuff that we need to be talking about. Just to be fair, this is not just the right. This is happening on the left, too. I was reading a USA Today article that said, Will Smith and the unfair burden black men face. And yo, man, I'm, I'm going to be honest. As a black man, yes, there is an unfair fair burden we, uh, we, we, you know, we have. We do. Some of this article says this. The public's reaction to Will Smith's Oscar slap underscores a unique burden felt by black men when they do something wrong, particularly in public. All right. Yes and no. Because Will Smith did do something wrong. Right? You gotta make amends for what you did. Now, I would love to say that it is some kind of like unfair burden, but Will Smith got off easier than any black man I know who would have did the same thing in public on national TV. I'm thinking once again, if my brother Nolan slapped Chris Rock, his ass probably got bum rushed, jacked on stage, beat up by the cops, would be in jail right now. So there is some benefit to being Will Smith, right? <laughs> and yeah, are people attacking him and talking about it publicly, which I have no problem with anybody talking about this publicly because it happened publicly. So I'm not one of those black people who are like, yo, white people, you can't have an opinion on this. Yes, you definitely should have an opinion on this because it happened publicly and you, you can't have an opinion. I just think some people, not all, but some people's opinion on this is underscoring some problems with race that they have, some underlying problems they have personally, but it happened publicly, you should be able to comment on it publicly because it happened in front of everybody. But this doesn't underscore unfair burden black people have when they did something wrong. Will Smith got to pay for this. And he is, man. Uh, Apple was just suspended. Suspended one of his movies. Netflix just suspended one of his movies. Uh, Sony stopped the uh, release of Bad Boys 4. And look, man, that's only going to happen for six months. And after that, you know, after Will Smith do some PR work, it's going to be right back out. So this ain't really a big deal. And look, man, I ain't going to talk about this too damn long. I'm trying to get into the next part of the interview with my homie Mega and see what he got to say about this whole incident. But I'm just telling everybody, don't fall for the okie doke on both sides. It ain't that big of a damn deal. And why people trying to co convince you that this is a big deal and like divert your attention over here, just ask why are they trying to divert your attention over here? Like what are they really trying to distract you from? Because let me tell you, man, it's a lot more important shit, a lot of life-changing events happening and Will Smith slapping Chris Rock ain't one of them. Yo, what's up, DJ L Spade? Common Knowledge Podcast. If you like my podcast, maybe you'll like my music too. I humbly ask that you go listen to my music on Spotify, Apple Music, or other music streaming service providers. Thank you. So what do you think about Will Smith jumping on the Oscar stage, which first day, Oscar's going to have security next year for sure. Uh, but <laughs> Will Smith jumping on stage and slapping Chris Rock. I give you the flow. Oh man, I mean, there's so many ways to approach this. I've seen so many takes on it. Um, think piece, I like tweets about it. it. For me, I just thought it was. I thought it was funny. I thought it was rich people um, doing ridiculous things on TV, and I, I didn't try to get deep into the psychological mindset of Will. 
or anything like that. I personally, I don't enjoy all the slander he gets about his relationship with Jada. But again, that's none of my business. This is a bunch of rich white folks. I don't have any tears to cry for him or Chris Rock, uh, you know. All right. Did I say rich white folks? You did. <laughs> you said that. <laughs> I mean, that might, might as well be. I mean, you, uh, uh, a black man just walk up on the Oscars and stop a white man. It might be different. They they do got security at the Oscars, don't they? I mean. Not on that stage. I'm quite sure the, yeah, the security is sure. outside, man. You know, make sure no riffraff get in. But I'm quite yeah. sure that's one of those setups. They're like, hey, nobody's going to pop off here. Because right. uh, at the stage. Yeah. You saw how yeah. calmly he walked up there? It's like, yo, in no way in hell, like at the Grammys, you could have just walked off stage at the ODB, jumped on, on stage. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, he he just flew right on the stage. I mean, casually walked up, slapped him, and casually walked back. It was uh, it was shocking for everybody. Even even Chris Rock didn't know how to react. He didn't know how to react so much to the point that had it been, a, like, not the Grammys, maybe he would have, you know, swung back or something. But he was in fucking shock. I, I, I feel him. I feel him on that. You know, he went backstage and was mad. He was probably calling for Jade and he wanted to fight somebody in the Wilson family. <laughs> I you can know? see that. Yo, Jade got kids his hands now. You, Yo, you, know, somebody. you know for sure we had homies back in school that they lose a fight and they're like, I didn't know what was happening. Oh, man, now I'm mad. You know what I mean? Where are you at? And it's like, bro, you had the opportunity. It's over already. You lost. I mean, let it be. But you, yeah, you man. see uh, the L.A. Police Department is like, uh, Mr. Rock declined to press charges. I'm like, I bet he did. Like, yo, I you mean, think you know where my pressing charges after that? Yeah, you, you I, I mean, that would just make him look like a big goofy. It, it, what happened, happened. <laughs> and, you know, the thing that kind of surprised me is, like, they are friends, right? They, yeah, they, they do go back. Mm-hmm. Chris Rock was on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I'm sure they have some type of relationship. But, right. I There's mean, sometimes. There's a few movies together. Oh, word? I mean, mm-hmm. I can't place any right now, but it, it was it was an event, man. I, I guess Will was feeling away, and and you could joke all you want, but you can't tell somebody how to react to it, you know? So. Well, I will stand on this. I don't think the joke warranted fisticuffs, but that joke in itself wasn't enough to warrant that. Once again, I felt like Will Smith took out misplaced aggression from uh, about a year long of being the butt of everybody's joke. Yeah. I don't Chris Rock. And I don't think that's cool, man. I don't think you should take out your misplaced aggression. You should be slapping August. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know if the aggression's misplaced. Sometimes it just be like that. Sometimes it's enough to pop off. You might be having a day. And I'm not sure that I'm not, I'm not sure that Will is in in like, you know, unwarranted to to react the way he did. But you know, he's been getting a lot of flack. Like, like you just said, like he should have slapped August. See, for me, I, I don't, I don't know what Will and Jada's relationship is like. Maybe they got an open relationship, mm-hmm. and it just so happened that that was the one that got out because of August was talking his shit. I mean, you know, I, I heard rumors that Will was smashing um Harley Quinn, R- yeah. Margot Robbie, and shit. Yeah, and you know, people. Yeah. People try to make Will out to be some cuckold who's weak, whose wife walks over him. And I, I've never I've never bought into any of that stuff. I personally don't really care that much. But, you know, sometimes if 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 you try, if they be in a butt of jokes and you're going to try to embarrass me on on what's potentially, you know, the night of my, my career, my life and, and my wife ain't happy with it, maybe I'll feel away. So I'm not exactly sure if it was misplaced, but I mean. I, I think I'm I'm a big proponent of violence. <laughs> seize the day, <laughs> seize the means of production. You know, I, I I feel like I feel like you know. Sometimes you talk shit, you get slapped. I've seen it happen for less than that. I've uh, seen, you know what I mean? 
I think it's good to point out that I, I'm in total agreement with you about their relationship dynamic. I never bought into the fact, too, that Will was just like a cuckold myself. Yeah. Now, I will say the reason why August should have been slapped because he did let the inside business out. That That's yeah. my whole position. It's like what you do in the privacy like of your marriage and the bounds of your marriage, that's between you. And matter of fact, I was always applauding Will and Jada on their openness about their open right. marriages and them being able to like explore other options. Once again, though, the outside guy here putting the business out there, that's what I didn't right. like. He should have well, got checked for that. Well, you know, like it's also distance. You know, I don't I don't I imagine Will is 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 a adult enough not to go and 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 find him on the street and beat his ass. Mm-hmm. But if he was if he was right there, if there was if if August was up in front of the world, <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, Yeah, I've been smashing Jada and Will sitting right there, Will probably would put hands on him. We talking yes. about Ali, bro. We talking about the man who saved the world on Independence Day. Like this wild, wild west. He would. I, I believe that Will still got a little bit of that Philly in him, and he would do something. But you know, this is the internet. He's just like, fuck it. You know, like I, I'm not gonna fight the man on a Tuesday when the shit happened last Sunday. It, uh, you know, I would like to point out the same thing that my homie James Payne Lito said, which you just said. Like, had he been at the red table talk, he probably would have laid hands yeah. on him right there too. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually I applaud Will for his his you know um, emotional vulnerability. It's not something you see too often, especially from black folks. Um, and, and you know they don't really give us those opportunities, and if they do, they really tear us down. And and I, I I don't know, man. It, it's a it's a whole fiasco. It's just one way of looking at it too. But another way is like, man, they're so rich that Will didn't get in trouble at all. <laughs> you know what I'm mean? saying? All like, the privilege in the world, man. Dude didn't yeah. get out in handcuffs. How was he allowed to even sit there after oh, the they, incident? It was so unbelievable. They didn't even cut. They didn't even say, let's take a minute. Instead, they try <laughs> to introduce the, the Oscar for best documentary. Nobody cares about that. Like, give give Chris Rock a second to collect his thoughts. Maybe he want to yell back a little bit too, but they just went right back into the jokes. And I was like, man, the, the, to me, the slap was disrespectful, but it was also disrespectful for the Oscars to just keep on letting Chris Rock get slapped like that and not, and, and not pause the show. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, bro, that's disrespectful. <laughs> well, that's another thing. Ain't nobody taking Chris Rock's side in this whole uh, fiasco. Like I haven't seen anybody come out and like cape for uh, Chris Rock. Like, yo, Everybody's been on wheels, like, oh man, so sad. All the emotions, all the pain, and well, wow, he's sticking up for his I, wife. Nobody's caping for Chris Rock. I, I actually have seen quite a few people say, "Boo, that's you know, that's corny, that's unbelievable that he would do that to Chris Rock." And you know, he Will Smith wouldn't have slapped somebody if he was if it if it wasn't a black man. If it was a white man, he would have sat there and took it because he knows it. You know, all, all types of you know, yeah. I have seen people supporting Chris Rock, but I I I, I don't. I don't dislike either of those those guys. I'm also not like some type of super fan that that uh, has to live vicariously through their accomplishments and shit. To me, this was just a moment that was put on the world for the world to see. And sometimes it'd be like that. But it, it just seemed like a messed up situation. I don't know. I guess maybe nothing like this ever happened before. I can't think of a situation where, uh, especially in the Oscars, when somebody just jumped on stage and be like, yo, man, I got to go on handle this real quick. <laughs> you know Everybody what I mean? gotta prove my love type situation. Uh, and, and 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 it was an open hand slap. You know what I mean? I don't think Will try to knock him out or nothing. He just put him, you know, put him in his place real quick. And I was like, no, no. I gotta step in right here. I'm a strong proponent, and like I'm a grown ass man. You gonna hit me? Hit me with a closed fist? 
That's now, what I felt was disrespectful yeah, about it. Yeah, the open hand slap or the backhand slap, the slap in general is me as a man, dog. That is you denigrating me to the highest level of, of possible. Like, you just slapping me oh. in public, too? I don't know if I could have yeah. took that. that. The composure to keep on I, going on with the show? Couldn't did it. Bro, I, I, I would have had a different reaction than Chris Rock. Yes. I'm not, not like I, I would have been absolutely shocked that it happened. But there ain't no way that I'm about to introduce the next uh, Oscar for best documentary. You know, I'm going to have to put the mic down and be like, what are you doing? Like, OK, if you want to talk about it, let's go. But, oh, man, it was it was just so much disrespect. I, I, I kind of <laughs> like the swagger. You see the swagger that Will had when he walked back. He pulled down his little three piece suit or yeah. whatever he was doing and. You know, he sat right the fuck down. But, you know, did you watch did you watch the uh, the acceptance speech for I, his Oscar? I did. And it was clunky. It was all over the place. It was a uh, half ass apology. We're not apologizing. He ain't apologized to the person he slapped. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. I just, you know, uh, he obviously was filled with a lot of emotions that night. And I think that also a part of it is the role that he's playing and the character he was playing and, and how he felt the need to protect you know, those those girls. And and it, it was a lot of things culminating right there uh, that caused him to act crazy, man. Maybe he did, but I don't remember uh, Richard Williams out there slapping everybody. <laughs> I don't remember that. Like, do I think Richard Williams would? Yep. <laughs> but, yeah. but, you know, I don't hear no reports or nothing like that. But yeah, yeah may, maybe. I, but... I, he tried, to, he tried to link them together somehow. You exactly. know what I mean? Like, yeah, but... I, I, what I did especially love, man, and the person who I do cape for and who I believe is a national treasure is Denzel. And you see Denzel got that. <laughs> he got that big uncle energy. You he know does. what I mean? Like in between the show, he going to go to Will and be like, hey, man, well, yeah, when you're at your highest is when the devil comes for you. Will sitting up there getting emotional. Uncle Denzel going to toss him out a little. I love you. I, <laughs> I like that, man. I I, I I rock with Denzel. And and I, I, I think Denzel should have got up and slapped everybody. <laughs> He's probably you know the only one who could have did it. Like, yeah. I, told, I told y'all now. I told right. you. <laughs> right. Uh, but no, Tyler Perry would have done talk to him too, man. They said Bradley Cooper did too. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, th this is this is a these are people who are living a vastly different experience than anything you and I even have an idea about. Sure. You know, with, with the money and the and the type of recognition and being in the public eye and and all the privilege that they have because of those type of things, like. You know, they, 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 this is eyes wide shut shit that we just privy to right here. Like, this is, <laughs> this is the mask pulled off for a second. And, and I like it. I, I was so excited. I was checking, I was checking the, my Facebook and all everywhere that might have had somebody talking or showing some new shit like the World Trade Center was hit. I was, I was absolutely <laughs> titillated over this shit. I, I hate to say it because you know me, Spade. I don't be on social media like you that. Do not. You know what I mean? But when the homie, my, and you know who sent it to me, it was my, my homie who is a political professor of Marxism. And, and he sent it to me. And me and him were like, man, I wish we could be at a water cooler right now at, at a job. <laughs> like I, I was absolutely titillated. Even this morning, I was just looking for new memes and just like, man, I, I love it. The slap hurt around the world. I love it. You know, I am the only person out here like, yo, I can't condone this action. I'm like the only person, man. <laughs> like literally, I'm the only person like, hey, man, we can't do this. Because like, it's just a deadly precedence. Pre well, I, can't, I can't say the word. Precedence. Precedence. Yeah. yeah, thank you. A deadly precedence that a comedian can say something and then who's going to be the next Will Smith to jump on stage and slap a comedian? I hope we see more of it. 
A Do lot of people, really? I, you know, like I said, I, I, I partially condone violence as long as it's not murder or, you know, uh, you maiming somebody. But no, like, I feel like everybody wants to be a comedian. Everybody thinks that they're a writer for South Park. Everybody sure. thinks they could say anything that they want to say online or about people. And because it's supposed to be a joke, you're supposed to just take it because mm. it's just words. Nah, man. I mean, I come, you, Spade, you around the same age as me. You couldn't just say anything you wanted back no, in the day. You, you could, couldn't. you know, there were consequences. For, for for your words and your actions and I still like say the n-word all you want but it's also up to me if I want to slap you and one of the things that I feel that is real about Will and maybe he knew he wasn't going to get in trouble but he, he didn't try to run he didn't try to get away or try to avoid the cops he sat there and took it and if ain't nobody want to call the police on him it is what it is sometimes I'll slap the shit out of somebody too I, if, if somebody up on stage talking N-word jokes and, I, and I'm in the audience, I might walk up there, slap the shit out of them, sit back down and be like, word. I mean, you got what you got. <laughs> I, I mean, I, you know, I, I hate to see it happen to Chris Rock because uh, as far as I know, Chris Rock is a fairly decent dude. But at the same time, this is the same man who put out a documentary about black women's hair and the type of problems that they face with those oh, things. Oh, wow. And yeah, that's true. He, he had a good hair documentary and then he out here talking about, you know, is it fine because she's rich? Is it fine because it's a joke? I, I don't know. You know what I mean? Keep the same energy, though. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, that is a hard one to deal with to you, right? He did put out the good hair documentary, which was a great oh. documentary, by the way. But then you go talk around and talk about a black woman who's losing her hair. That is kind of a a backhanded slap like yo was he not aware of her al alopecia because i wasn't was he not aware of that Ooh, it doesn't see, matter that, that's another question that i have too is it the host that writes all the jokes i don't think so right they got a mm -hmm. they got a committee that's helping write jokes for the for the comedian they workshop them they put it all together as like a is a group i imagine that that joke might not have just been chris rocks that might have been somebody else's he might have been riffing i don't know how that shit works because i don't give a shit about the oscars or watching that shit N nor do i <laughs> and that's so, the thing to point out the oscars ratings have been down for years and nobody watches this shit yeah, I mean, I, I really do. I, I wouldn't have known anything about who I didn't know who was. I didn't know what movie Will was nominated for. And I definitely, you know, now I'm curious what the best documentary was. I have no idea. A Quest Love, Summer or So. OK, I mean, word. I, we out here. <laughs> you know what I mean, we out here in Japan, Rack you know, we up. don't get. We don't get movie trailers like that in the same way as you flipping through the channels and stuff. So I, I just really I'll be in the dark unless it's a project I really heard about. So. Yeah. You know, I was actually ha happy because, you know, black folks actually racked up this Oscars. But like I said, once again, I don't really care about the Oscars. I don't need white oh, yeah. validation for black excellence. Yeah. I always say that. But do you think this is going to be used as an excuse to be like, see, this is why we can't take black folks anywhere? Oh, uh, I mean, that excuse always still happening and shit. But, you know, um, no, people people love this. The people love controversy and and there's there's all types of positions to take. There's the, the the rich privilege. There's the black on black violence. There's all these things. Ultimately, I think this is just going to be one of those moments that happens and then it kind of dissipates. It leaves the news cycle a little bit. We'll keep the memes for about six to eight months and then keep it moving. <laughs> I am literally surprised that you and the homie James Payne Lethal had the same take on this, man. And I, well, I can kind of see some, some some similarities between you two guys now. Well, I mean, <laughs> he sounds like a smart man, so I'm rocking with him. <laughs> you know, I like his music, so, you know, yeah. Yo, if you like the Common Knowledge Podcast, 
check out the random show hosted with me and the homie Alex Lex Caliber Hunter on the random show. We talk about random shit. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram at random. That's R A N dash D U M B. Random. Have you ever listened to the Common Knowledge podcast and be like, damn, DJ L Spade, I wish you would talk more about music? But well, yo, I got you covered. Check out the Secret House Against the World podcast on YouTube, hosted by the homie Robinson Mega, or Mega Robinson, if you please. Co-hosted with me and the homie Jed Axel, we talk about new releases in the hip-hop sphere, basically underground, because that's their taste preferences. But yo, if you want to know what I think about music, check out Secret House Against the World on YouTube. That's Secret House Against the World. Just to make a hard pivot, man, uh, I want to talk to you, too, about Judge Katanji Jackson being the first black woman on the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you watched any of the hearings. And I said it before it happened. You can go check my social media feed. I said, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, the white folks were going to give her all the stupid racist questions. And oh, they yeah. did. They actually gave her all the stupid racist questions. But I just wanted to hear your take on it, just in general, man. You ain't got to make it a think piece if you don't want to, but sure. I'm always happy to hear the homie uh, <clears throat> Mega Robinson's thoughts. <laughs> Robinson Mega, Robinson Mega. It says Mega but, Robinson. I know it's wrong. It's wrong. <laughs> yeah, they switched it up for me. But no, um, you know, first off, shout out. I I, I don't know about her history as a, a, a in in um in the courts or or whatever she's done. I do know that. She's uh, undoubtedly a black woman who has reached one of the highest seats possible in the United States of America. And when when you have that, you're going to encounter a variety of um, adversity and opposition, just like she did from all these people questioning her. Um, but at the same time, like, I don't care, man, for, for the audience that don't know, I am I'm a Marxist. And for me, like the idea that she's a, a a black woman reaching that that point, it, there's there's something to be said about it. But I also just don't give a damn. Like these people, these people uh, don't interest me at all. And and I, I I like that she took it and smiled. You know, that's one thing you have to do. Unlike old boy who was mad because of you know he was out there drinking beer and shit. Like I, I don't I don't I don't care, dog. I, I really I really don't care. Um, her politics are, are not something that is going to uplift black people, uh, poor black people out of their positions. She's not going to make any substantial change to that group, but it's better her than, you know, some other crazy, uh, not so subtly racist white man, I suppose. I'm glad you brought up uh, Brent. I love Beer Kavanaugh. who yeah. was actually facing, um, if I'm not mistaken, a rape charge. And that's what, yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> like he had now. Okay. I'm not going to sit here and say that like all the accusations were just up front with Brett Kavanaugh. Some of them was kind of janky. However, mm-hmm. it warranted some investigations, but the way Brett handled it, handled it was, was like totally below the, the position of the court. Yeah. I like beer. I, yeah, imagine yeah. if a black dude would be like, yeah, so yeah, I drink beer. I like beer. Do you like beer? I like beer. I'm like, bro. I mean, imagine if a, a, a Mexican or, you know I mean? The only person get away with that shit is a white man like even a white woman people can be like oh my god she's unstable you know what i mean like yeah but totally crazy crazy yeah you you but especially as you know the 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 kind of restraint that um you know uh judge judge jackson uh showed and just the smiling through all of it plus her hair was looking fly i was like word you go ahead man 
you go ahead, but it's not it's not something I'm really interested in. Well, the funny thing about it, right? Some of the cra- the questions that really stood out to me uh, that was just totally out of pocket. The one question was on a scale one to ten, rate your Christianity. And the reason why I was so damn pissed <laughs> off by that is first, the last time I checked, uh, the Amer- America has no national religion, and our constitution says right. you have religious freedom. So you actually asking somebody to rate their Christianity on a scale one to ten, which is a personal question. Like, how am I supposed to answer that, dude? Cause like, uh, you know, there, <laughs> there's not, there's not like a, a, a pop quiz at the end of each book of the Bible that you exactly. get rated on. You know what I mean? Like, All right. If I say 10, I'm a dick. If I say one, I'm not good enough. Like, yo, what, there's no what is way a, to answer it. What, what is like, I believe in Jesus, but I believe Jesus was black. What is that on a number scale? Probably is that like, like a seven? <laughs> yeah. Like a 6.5 around seven. I feel like, like that might be, that might be 11. You might be closer to Christianity than uh, most. I don't know. Yeah, that's a that's a crazy. That is so wild of a question. I, I didn't know they was doing that to her. Oh, the next question was, uh, do you is your is it your position to have critical race theory taught all around America? And I'm like, nobody's uh, teaching critical race theory now. Like, why right. is critical race theory the new buzzword? It's like every once in a while they come up with a new buzzword. That's our, that's our boogeyman. Yeah, that's our yeah. boogeyman right now. Yeah. Critical race theory. Then they asked her about pedophiles. Like, yo. What's your sentencing guideline for pedophiles? And then wow. they hit the, all the dog whistles. Are you tough on crime? What do you think about mm. crime? I'm like, yo, y'all didn't ask Brett Kavanaugh none of this shit, dog. And it goes to this whole thing while I was having a conversation with a white dude. And he was like, I don't like this tokenism. I don't like that they picked her because she was black. I'm like, did you look at the woman's track record? Everything she didn't did, she didn't been a Supreme Court clerk. She did right. uh uh been with the justice. She did, she was on the sentencing right. board. She's been a yep. federal judge. She was yep. a lawyer. I'm like, yo, she's more like- she's more qualified than most of those judges. And she comes from public school. All of them. Like literally, yeah. you put up her track record against all of them, she's the most qualified. People try to make it seem like Joe Biden went outside and found the first black woman, like, hey, how you looking a road? <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Like, Her like is. Bill Clinton looked for a blowjob. He just poke his head out the door. Like, exactly. uh, uh, you come here. Ah, uh, that's nasty, man. Well, you know, she wasn't. She wasn't about to let those people fuck up her bag. She was about to get that money. She was about to get that lifelong job. And you know what I mean? Like, she she smiled through all of it. And and go ahead. But those questions are absurd. I'm gonna start asking people those questions. If yeah, somebody was- rocking a, if somebody got a cross on them, be like, yo, how would you rate your Christianity on a scale of one to ten? <laughs> yo. You know I mean, are, are you really about these principles Jesus was laying out? Yeah. I mean, are you tough on crime? Yeah, how are you in crime? Like, tell, tell me about crime. Yeah, yeah. That, that a fucking judge. Yeah. Oh, she I... was over the sentencing. And that's the thing about Camilla Harris and her. You got this damn if you do, damn if you don't situation. Like, Camilla Harris done put away more black guys than anybody. But then yeah. when she got into public office, see, you're, you're soft on crime. And then when she's tough on crime, see, she sends more black people. I'm like, well, white folks, right. make up your mind. Oh, are you right. like anti-prison <laughs> anti, uh, institution or are you pro-prison right. uh, institution? Because like, well, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. 
Well, most people's political ideology is not formed enough to think back to what they thought in, in, at any other point or these politicians. Like we look at we if you look at the 90s, the reason there was like a seat of Loris Tucker is because a lot of black folks were high, very concerned about growing crime. And so a lot of black folks were super happy to have uh, three strike laws and, and locking up people and making their neighborhoods safe. You remember how the mm-hmm. 90s was. Yeah, it was yeah. it was violence. And now we look back and we say, oh, you know, Hillary was responsible for this and that. It's very short sighted and it shows a short sightedness in their politics same with kamala harris like oh we're so happy for black representation that we the fact we forget the fact that we just had a black lives matter defund the police join and now you're gonna put a super cop into the you know into the white house and and be happy because she's there just because she she you know she got a little brown to her skin it's it's unbelievable how people's uh, political ideologies are so weakly weakly formed they they just flip-flop on everything and that's how they put a rope dope on you with this two-party system and um, why you brought it up, and I'm glad you brought it up. I got to do it again, because every time you bring it up, I have to say, we OC the lowest Tucker an apology, man. Like, yo, oh. we, we were kind of tripping, dog. Like, me in the 90s growing up with Tupac and yeah. Lil' Kim, they were saying, see the lowest Tucker, you a bitch? Yeah, yeah. yeah. man. See the lowest Tucker was right about a whole lot of this. A legit civil right. rights leader, and we we shitted on her, and she was right. You know, they she sure as hell was right about us ceding uh, the power of this music to these uh, to these music companies and how that they would exploit the worst toxic traits about um, blackness and poorness in, in the United States. And that's exactly what happened after the Telecommunications Act done by, the, you know, the Clintons. Uh, everything just became all of these negative tropes. Hip hop lost a lot of its biodiversity and, and some of the voices that were important to the black community. And now we talk about a shaking ass and we celebrate that. And second ass selling drugs. So, you know, I'm not saying C. Dolores Tucker um, is is some type of, you know, martyr. paragon yeah. or, or martyr for it. But but, you know, that you, you have to have a nuance when you look at these things. And if your political ideology is not, you know, at least thoughtful, then you, you fall down a slippery slope. 20 years from now, you you the conservative one. Well, that's the thing, right? You, you live long enough to see yourself become what you hate, right? And I think it could have been a more constructive way to handle the seat of the lowest truck. Like I said, she wasn't right about everything, and her approach was brash, but I think it could have been a better middle ground. But once again, I got to think about it, man. Our leaders yeah. were like 21 year olds and 25 year olds. It's like, right. And, you know, too much. It, it was a very different time. You know, yeah. a lot of these people were trying to, like, people, you know, Ice Cube was not a super gangster the way he projected it. it. It wasn't it wasn't like a super authentic person telling these stories and neither was Dre, but they did come from something. And so they have a right for their art to display certain things about the community. But we also, you know, Ice Cube is also perpetuating this gang violence stuff in order for him to make money. West Side Connection at the height of the East Coast, West Coast war was him just trying to make money. And on top of that, he was still in styles from volume 10 to do so, just like he stole from Cypress Hill. These A lot of these cats is mad exploitative and they're not necessarily the heroes that we need to look to when it comes to voices in the black community man big facts that that that's like one of the biggest thank you for saying that man and that's one thing with my knock against ice cube damn good rapper though like rapper and writer some of the greatest albums ever yeah Yeah, but not as authentic as you would like to think and that's like most people in this music industry and i don't know how i feel about that i really don't 
Well, that's why, you know, it's so important on when we do the reviews on, on my show with, you know, that we do Secret House Against the World album reviews. Check us out. YouTube. Boom, boom, boom. But <laughs> <laughs> you know, when we do that, part of my part of my critique for these people is like, what is it? Is there a level of authenticity here? What are you talking about? Why are these themes in your music? Like, who are you? What is this about? Like, I, I, I have to to make those type of decisions because I don't like to just support people who's out here you know, tap dancing for us. And, and, you know, it, it means more to me than that. Cause I feel like I am hip hop culture. So it means more to me. Well, you know, uh, I put it like this, man. Uh, whereas the style of music you pick sometimes for the secret house against the world, check us out on YouTube. I don't really like mess with it that well. I'm coming around to it and I respect the choices that we pick because this is like independent artists out here who don't get a lot of burn. So, and I have like found some like great jewels that I just love. And I'm like, yo, this, this is what I rock with. Yeah. And I'm actually coming around on a lot of the suggestions that y'all, you guys have made. Uh, like the Bodie James. I listened to that again last week. I'm like, all right, this super techno bow ain't that bad. I mean, I still got the Word. same critiques. I love you. If y'all want to know what I said, go check out the uh, the show on YouTube. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I do respect the fact that you do pick like underground artists and, before I let yeah. you go, how do you pick out these underground artists, by the way? How do you find that? Like, because well, I don't know none of these guys <laughs> that you pick well, out. You, you know, I've been I've been underground and independent when it comes to hip hop since the late 90s. I'm 38 years old. So at my kind of B-boy genesis, my B-boy alpha, when I started breaking around 12 years old, you know, there was a split within the community that happened right around the time of that of the telecommunications act the 96 so 97 nas goes a little bit more pop and we followed it underground so i've been involved in the underground community and a lot of these people that i listen to are um a likes they're connected to them or they work with them and work with them and i also just follow kind of you know that side one of the albums that we reviewed that we both didn't really like much it was out on a label by a cat that i've been listening to for 20 years and i respect him as a person as an artist and even though we didn't like that album i still feel like it should get a little bit of a critique by people because it just doesn't so you know mm. I, I i pick it out because these are these are people within what i consider like the actual hip-hop community this is not this is there's a slight difference between that and what I feel about like a Joe Budden's hip hop community. Um, when I'm talking about mine, <laughs> damn Joe, Joe got kids astray. What's wrong with Joe Budden's uh, hip hop community? Well, well, you know Joe Budden's interesting because Joe Budden is very much aware of like independent, like underground hip hop shit, but he also shits on it a lot for like weird reasons. You ask him his top five all time battle rappers, and he puts Idea on there, and that's just wild to me because most people don't even know who Idea is, and you know, rest in peace. But Joe has an idea, but a lot of times he he shits on underground rappers or he doesn't give them play in order to give play to his audience uh, about you know other things. And like when MF Doom died, he didn't say anything about it, and that to me is just like kind of weird considering like MF Doom is formative to so many styles and have been around for so long. And you can spend 45 minutes talking about somebody's um, Instagram page and their titties, but you don't do that. So I just don't, mm. I feel, I feel a little bit like he's, he's a culture vulture himself in a lot of ways. And he's a, I, I don't know, you know, there's, there's, no, there's nuance, there's nuance there that I there have is. to, that, that I have to point out. And most people don't get it unless they talk to me for hours. And no. you starting to realize where I come yeah. from, because we having these conversations every week. Mm -hmm. Now, I, 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 I actually totally agree with you with Joe Button, uh, which is it's weird because Joe is in the culture, but not of the culture. He's like a weird guy who will um, very industry. 
Yeah, very. He. It's more like yo, what is going to benefit the show more than the culture, mm. in, in my mm. opinion, with Joe Button and. It's, it wasn't like that when he started. I wouldn't say that when he first started off, but just as the show grew, 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 it's not really anything I would like um, position or tout as like, oh yeah, now this is for the culture. Not really. Well, not at all. Well, it's, it's so hard to to define what the culture is when there's there's a there's such a popularity behind it now that in order to be a part of the culture, the only thing you have to do is look at the culture. I don't mm. I don't come from that. I don't come from like Joe Budden's a culture. He pushed the culture forward by sharing his outfits and talking. I come from like a participatory subculture that was people meeting up, writing graffiti, rapping, putting together music and doing things. And from the West Coast, it's different than what it was in the South. But the, mm -hmm. the deviations to me are still very real. And I believe that there is an actual subculture of hip hop that there are the people participating doing it. And I believe there is a pop culture segment of people who are taking the slang and using it. And, and just, it's pop culture. Now it's like Marvel movies. It's just like everybody, everybody is saying lit. Nobody said hella, unless you were in the <laughs> Bay area, nobody said Wody, unless you were in new Orleans, but mm -hmm. once it reaches that pop culture, then it becomes everybody is African American vernacular English, mm -hmm. just popular black English across the entire United States. Or is it a real thing? And you have to be able to make those distinctions. It's just, I choose to make those distinctions based upon the idea of actual culture emerging and not what you pick up from social media and everything is social media now. True. And by the way, nobody said main or ugly ass until, you know, yeah. came out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you know, uh, I feel well, you. I'm going to end it right there, man. Uh, the homie, uh, Robinson Mega. Hey. I had to get your take, dog. I had to do it. As <laughs> always, dog, you come with the thunder and the fire. And please tell the folks where to find you at. Hey, man, I mean, I, I do the Mega Late Show. I haven't done it in several months, but that's Tokyo-based hip-hop art and culture. We've got lots of old interviews back with some famous people, lots and lots and lots of local creatives here in Japan. And uh, also, me and Spade rock almost every week. Uh, we, we release album reviews, Secret House Against the World, on YouTube. Uh, mostly, I'd say go find us there because that's what I'm passionate about doing right now, rocking mm. with your boy, Marcus L. Spade Johnson. Yeah, man, I love doing it, man. Like we got one coming up this week. I, I, I would so, tell y'all this. Uh, who who are we doing this week? By the way, Coast Contra, some real hippity yes. hops, some real and, rapid raps, and somebody yeah. else. We'll figure another album out, but yeah, yeah, I ain't gonna I, lie, I'm already loving that album. Word, word. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm in. I knew it. I knew it, man. They dope. They dope. <laughs> they in. All right, that's the Commonwealth Podcast updated weekly. You guys be safe, and I'll talk to you later. I appreciate yeah. it, Mega Doubt. Like, dead hey, ass, my dude. pleasure. Like, you pleasure, be coming man. with the thunder, dog. <laughs> Anytime I can do it, dog. I'll talk to you about it soon. All right, man. Be safe. All right. Peace.